So you're sitting at home, alone, again, each day so much like the last, just this utter dullness to all the drama. You're doom-scrolling, feeling like a zombie on too much caffeine, underslept, over and underproductive, understimulated but overwhelmed, and then suddenly you notice your favorite community radio station has taken a stab at doing one of those live stream things. You sigh, maybe groan a little. What's all this about? Could this possibly fill the pit in my soul? The pit in my stomach? But you might be just lonely and tired enough to try. Something's familiar. A hint of a sensation from what feels like so long ago. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to the Besties Bash. I've missed you so much. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and showing your support for BFF.fm. My name is Maggie Gently. I'm coming at you from my apartment in San Francisco. I'm really excited to be a part of this, so thanks so much for being here with me. With tiny packets of even tinier bites transmitted across the web, culminating in hellos from friends and strangers in a live chat, you feel something. Maggie Gently's voice croons with tender anguish. Words have different meaning now. Connection has different meaning now. And somehow you're a little less alone. The numbness begins to shift into a warm tingle. The frenetic buzz begins to settle. Right now, we're here together at the BFF.FM Virtual Besties Bash. Across the past five episodes of this podcast, I've shared interviews and performances from our radio archives in the context of this experience we're now collectively living through, and how music and community can be something precious to hold on to in devastating and uncertain times. For the final episode of the season, I want to share another piece of the BFF community intimate musical performances featuring local artists that pull at our heartstrings and pull us in close together. We used to do them live in person, and now they're happening online every month. Sorry, your mom is just screaming. Well, 
<laughs> Hosting these streams are station founder Amanda Guest and... Hi, I am Erika Delgado. And I am not only a DJ, but also a podcaster and also the event director in charge of the BFF.fm Besties Bashes. Erika is also BFF.fm's beloved abuela, actual clown, and paranormal investigator. (laughs) (laughs) The multiple shows I have where I just go, well, aliens are real, but... Also, I love you. <laughs> the two things you're going to hear from Etika, no matter what, are aliens are real and I love you. Yeah. It was so great to talk to them about some of these sweet, funny, moving performances and about why representation matters and to talk about why the invitation to get weird and playful is essential. What was your vision for the Besties Bash? I knew that we needed something to give back, not only to our besties, but the community. Back then, I felt like I wasn't giving enough back. We had the secret alley, this perfect space, and our besties had come in for free, and other people couldn't donate, but all my events I organized ever are no one turned away for lack of funds. Give what you can. One of the cool things is the artists, you know, who are probably used to, like, playing for nothing at times get, get paid. paid. I try to book mainly, like, non-cis white dudes. So it's it's nice to be able to give a platform to people that I didn't really see on stage before. There's, like, the way that media shapes our idea of what's normal and who who's a person and who's, whose story is represented and centered, and, and that affects all of us. Yeah, and I've, like, discussed this with a lot of friends and people in bands who I have and, like, eventually booked with BFF.fm, like, Pumpkin. One of the reasons we became friends was we were like two of the only like brown people at a show and we were discussing the importance of seeing people like us on stage because we never felt right in our community even though we're not a rarity yeah there's a lot of us were just scared or intimidated and i wanted the besties bashes to be a completely safe space where musicians who don't usually get the credit or representation or just like the ability to get money can play around have weird performances that no one else would ever let them like perform like allow them to mess up and let them know that it's okay we're not here to judge you we're here to be with you so the live events were happening every month at bff and in march that we couldn't yeah it was we couldn't we weren't gonna host groups of people together yeah so then you and the station founder amanda guest figured out a way to do these live streams for the besties bash and can you tell me a little bit about how that came about well it had been a couple of months and it felt like it was gonna be a couple more months (laughs) it was a lot more after 
But back in a day. Back then when we didn't just say forever. Yeah. Back then we're like, we'll be out in 14 days. Chill. Yeah. But I was getting really just anxious and fed up and like I missed shows. I missed that kindness that would erupt from these things. And so I like pitched it to Amanda. Obviously she was down immediately. We were already planning it. I already had like a whole list of like musicians I wanted to reach out to, bands who I have reached out to in the past and bands that I had been meaning to reach out to but I hadn't gotten a chance to or our schedules just never worked. And because it's digital, there really is no schedule. So being able to bring this thing I've always actually wanted into reality and actually be able to experiment with live, like, digital events, but not only live digital events, because we allow the musicians to pre-record their videos and just go all out, like... My favorite one was the Boy Scouts. I've interviewed them for BFF. I've interviewed them for the Bay Bridge. And they played the second ever Besties Bash. But they had been doing these videos on the app, acapella. So I pitched them to make an acapella set. And they did it! And it was beautiful! charismatic sweet human being totally deserves all the 
success that they're, they're getting and are going to get. You said you and the artist Pumpkin met at a show and part of what bonded you two is that you were the only two brown people there. So, so it's not just representation on the stage, but it's off the stage. Yeah. I grew up in a very non-white community, so I didn't, I didn't only had like two white friends and they were terrible to me. And, but then I went to college and that completely flipped on its head. It was mm. an art school where there's like three white, like non-white people in every class. And that just became a consistent thing. And I didn't understand it as much, but I I just didn't feel as safe as I should have because of the representation and because not only the way we write, we create, the way we see the world, it's just very different than Eurocentric goals and dreams and ideals. So... Yeah. Like, when I got out of college, I was able to actually find my people. In college, having these spaces where you you were very underrepresented, very much in the minority, not feeling particularly safe, but you're saying you didn't really even realize quite how unsafe you were until later. And was that being in a safe environment that actually made you realize what not feeling safe was like? <laughs> Yes. Hi, I'm Maya Songbird, and I'm here to dance with BFF FM. Maya Songbird has definitely done a lot of shows with BFF at our various yeah. events. Maya's not nice. And I loved her streamed performance. She had a mixer, like, in her suitcase next to her, and she was on this animal print sofa. A leopard velvet couch. It was beautiful. I was jealous of it. I don't have to be if you're in Oakland, you should go visit Maya's Magic Shop. Where is it? I don't know. Look at Instagram. Oh, yeah. I have one of her vagina candles. I have a moon one. It's not scented like a vagina, to be clear. It's just a candle that is in the shape of a vagina. <laughs> Some people would be into that, though. I have to say it this way to you, but if I school I was in the journalism club and I started like reviewing music mm. and back then it was like basic things you know like Vampire Weekend, Lady Gaga, bands that you would know when you're 17 right in 2010 2009 I've always like been someone who would just spend hours on the internet looking at form different music and clicking and clicking and clicking <laughs> And I always, like, even back then would gravitate toward musicians that weren't so white. Mm -hmm. Even if I didn't know they weren't white. And then college came, I started getting the right girl and, like, actually doing research into 
a lot into that scene, but that scene also was really white. That was like my senior thesis. I was about how white that scene was, but I didn't know how to find the non-white people that were actually around during that scene because there was no documentation. By then, I had worked at Rasputin, the record store. So that led me into all these DIY shows. I would just follow my coworkers around. And that led me to meeting people and networking in a way. But really, I've always just been an anxious party jumper, like <laughs> a butterfly, but it was more anxious. That was when I started, maybe like more of a foundation of people, a grounded community within the Bay Area. And I had already had these like thoughts of obviously my own oppression and how my privileges affect other people. And once I started working with the Bay Bridge, the Bay Bridge is mainly music, live events, festivals and I was writing like three articles a week and I like at first was writing about everyone but soon I started noticing that I was focusing more on people of color and queer folk and women because that's where my experience aligned that's where I was drawn to so night jars amazing performer starts out in their bedroom just with their guitar and like someone else is doing the camera work doing such a good job and everyone was commenting this is just like a 1990s music video it was like just so perfect what's that one music video where they're like I miss you. Lisa Loeb, stay. Yeah. Yeah. And they move through their apartment with their guitar performing while someone's filming them. And I just, I love it. And I give anything to forget that. In Oakland for the that the musicians and the the viewers are getting out of it that that they couldn't get from the live one one you don't have to leave the house the love still like shines off the computer screen it's nice during such dark times not only musicians being able to have a purpose something to do yeah but also extra money which they need right now and us being able to have like a moment to just 
enjoy ourselves and be nice to people and enjoy some really cute music. Yeah. During some of the performances, and this has happened during like the in-person ones too, where I just had that moment of being really pulled into something so intimate. Yeah. Because the because the ones at the Secret Alley were very intimate too. Those have always been my favorite type of shows. The tiny ones, the small space, the being able to actually meet and talk to everyone because we put we like grew up putting musicians on a pedestal when Yeah. They're just people. They're just they're they're just weird people who can sing and understand notes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Tyler Holmes. Okay, with Tyler Holmes, that surprised me because they were outside. One, their Mariah Carey cover. That actually is the part that blew me away. I was just like, yes. Yes, screaming in my bedroom. I didn't mean it when I said I didn't love you so. I should have held on tight. I never should let you go. I didn't know nothing. I was stupid. I was foolish. I was lying to myself. I like listening to it now, so give me three seconds. <laughs> without your love. Never imagined I'd be sitting here beside myself. Can you describe what... Tyler's doing in the video and what, what the scene is. In the scene, We Belong Together by Mariah Carey, the cover. They're just sitting on their porch surrounded by their equipment and nature and that floofing nature sound. And they're wearing this beautiful, like really simple red dress. Yeah. And like this a red hat. Halter dress. Babe, just like very intimate it feels like you are sitting on the porch with them yeah. this is the live stream into my heart want the digital concerts to end because they're so much more accessible to everyone 
Like, not only about money. Like, back in the day when I was super sick, I couldn't get out of bed. I had to miss a lot of concerts because I was too fatigued. Mm. If I had the option to be like, oh, can't go to bottom of the hill. So I'm just going to watch their live stream, mm. which I'll still, still pay money for, donate yeah. money to. It sounds like when the pandemic started, obviously, I'm sure, I mean, it's different than things you've been been through, but it sounds like there's some aspects to it that you were already able to cope with. Like, you know what it's like to be stuck at home, stuck in bed, stuck inside, Yeah, need to do things virtually. The feeling that you're putting part like of your dreams, of your life to bed like letting it die Mm. I've experienced that death so many times and so that's why like this year like it could have been a lot worse if it was me earlier though now I had the coping mechanisms I had the access to different like communities online and the motivation to continue to make safe spaces even when we're stuck at home because while home can be a very safe space it can also be a very toxic place right not everyone has a safe home yeah you know one of the things that i love about the streamed besties bashes is that each band is like it's great to see them on the stage of the secret alley but they're all on the same stage yeah with these you get to see these bands exist in whatever is there, either just their natural habitat, either it's their own studio or their living room or whatever, or they take this opportunity to build some kind of elaborate set or setup or make kind of a music video for it. And yeah. it's been so cool to see such a range of what people have done. Hi, uh, this is Practicing Sincerity. We're going to play songs for you. The band in Santa Cruz that did their show outdoors in this and you know during their show people kind of were walking by on the sidewalk kind of like what is going on yeah I'm looking for a place I've been before but nothing looks the same I and it was also during the time of like all the fires I was just very concerned they found this <laughs> they, they said they found a really small pocket of like lower smoke I don't know I mean their tolerance might be higher than mine and to go out and record this out outdoors and it's just I can feel how much all these bands and musicians care and are having fun and yeah what I love is that you and BFF are giving them a space to do that and paying them and taking them seriously it's like so hard to get seen and heard yeah and then you add and then you add other layers ways that people are not seen and heard to that and you're really creating this amazing space because i have the platform and i have the friendships and my obsessions
that night in Berkeley, sat in a circle and talked about how we could not believe. And for three years after, I'd wake up smiling but shaking from talking to you in my dreams. But now so much time has passed, does your spirit stay the same? Does the background draw nearer? Or does your vision slowly fade? Has your figure lost its form? Has your figure lost its form? I could not find you anymore. I could not find you anymore. When I get back to my apartment, I pick three books off the shelf. And I read my favorite passages out loud in the mirror to myself. And I imagine you can hear me wherever you have found your place. And then I put the books back on the shelf and just dance the night away. Your figure lost its form. Has your figure lost its form? I could not find you anymore. I could not find you anymore. Has your figure lost its form? Has your figure lost its form? I could not find you anymore. I could not find you anymore. Has your figure lost its form? Has your figure lost its form? I could not find you anymore. I could not find you anymore. If you want to watch any of the online Besties Bash shows, you can find them on BFF.FM's YouTube channel. And follow BFF.FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to stay in the loop for the next one. You can also find out what's happening by checking the website and getting on our email list. And the best way you can support the good work and, you know, help us pay these musicians is by becoming a Bestie at $10 a month or more or making a one-time donation that works for you. Check out Erika's weekly show, Abuela's Pantry, on BFF.fm, Fridays 2 to 4 p.m. And definitely listen to their new podcast on the BFF podcast network, Para BFF. Abuela's Pantry is like my public persona. While Para BFF is in my head, I'm just like aliens, ghosts, goblins aliens magic all the time <laughs> para bff where i just like talk to musicians and friends and artists and weirdos about the weird and how it relates not only to their life but their music and their art and how they approach other people and the dead which is important and that's it for season one of infrequencies this episode was produced by me, Lily Sloan, theme tune also by me. You heard performances from Maggie Gently, Boy Scouts, Night Jars, Maya Songbird, Tyler Holmes, and Practicing Sincerity. 
Links to all these fabulous Bay Area musicians are in the show notes, so please check them out and support them. You can listen to all past episodes and whatever happens next season at bff.fm or wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave a review so others might find the show more easily. Find other cool podcasts like this one or Para BFF at bff.fm slash podcasts. You can also learn more about how you can get involved with the podcast network. Thank you for listening. And thank you for whatever small and big ways you show up for yourself and the world. Whatever shit goes down, we're going to do our best to survive this and keep making beautiful things to share with each other. Okay? This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.fm, best frequencies forever.